The year is 1919. The U.S. has just come out of World War I, the Roaring Twenties are around the corner, and women have been granted the right to vote. The country is going through dramatic changes, but one thing stays the same as it always has, baseball. The backbone and pastime of this great country is more popular than ever. The baseball world seemed clean and well, with household names running the headlines and teams battling it out year after year. It all seemed well, of course, but there was an undercurrent of evil and greed that could destroy the MLB's reputation. The 1919 betting scandal was more than just the Chicago Black Sox. It ran the league. The MLB in 1919 was dominated by the Chicago White Sox, and although the Cincinnati Reds had the better record, Chicago was by far the favorite to win the World Series. Before the series even began, the odds were 5-1 in favor of Chicago, until right before Game 1 the odds flipped, showing an 8-5 advantage for the Reds. Rumors of a fixed series ramped up. Now with that being cleaned up, we look back at Game 1. By this time, there's speculation that even among the central office for the Chicago White Sox knew about the fix, but hoped everything would just blow over. But they were not sneaky enough. The Reds routed the White Sox in Game 1 by a score of 9-1. to Game 2 was no different. The Reds won 4-2, to but there were many questionable mishaps by the White Sox. Chicago, not wanting to get completely embarrassed, decided to pitch a shutout in Game 3, but then got shut out in Games 4 and 5. This would mean that the Reds are up 4-1 to in the series, which wins them the series, right? Wrong. 1919 wasn't an exception. There was more interest than ever after the war that the commissioner at the time, Kenesaw Landis, wanted it to be a best-of-nine series. This was possibly the only way for Chicago to get away with throwing the series. The best of nine series bought them more time and they took advantage. They scraped by in games six and seven by scores of five to four and four to one. They would drop game eight, losing the series five to three. That wasn't so bad, right? It wasn't like they played that bad. I mean, it did go to eight games. By the time they could imagine a scenario where they got out of it, their plan had already been caught. This was the beginning of the end for those eight men. Charles Comiskey, the longtime owner of the Chicago White Sox, was known for not being the most liked human in the organization. Many believe the biggest reason for the players taking money from the gamblers was because they were underpaid, which turns out to be completely untrue. The White Sox had one of the highest payrolls in the MLB at over 88,000. Yes, 88,000 was one of the highest payrolls in the league, while some players were the highest paid at their position. So why did pitcher Eddie Seacott and first baseman Chick Gandel approach the gamblers? To put it simply is by saying that they were inspired by the men before them. The importance of the Black Sox scandal is not that this was the first time this had happened, but that it was the first time the public had heard about it. There were attempts to fix the series in 1903, 04, 14, 17, and 18. America was going through very difficult times, and it seemed as if baseball was the one place for decency, until it wasn't. Let's flash forward for a second, to exactly 100 years later, the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal. So much time between these two things, different scenarios, but very similar at the same time. In 2019, the Houston Astros won a World Series, but because they had set cameras up in their home stadium to steal pitch signs. These may seem complete opposites, one being to throw a series and one to win it, but they were they 
they were covered up the exact same. They both deceived the public a hundred years apart and only got away with it for one year. And oh yeah, they were both preceded by teams who did the exact same thing. The Houston Astros were preceded by the 2018 Boston Red Sox, who stole signs in the World Series of the year before. But it wasn't until it was revealed to the public that the Astros were thrown completely away and hated forever by majority of fans in the MLB. This was the same as the Chicago Black Sox. Now, let's come back to 1919. If we look at it why the players approached the gamblers, it all starts to make sense. It wasn't an original idea, as I stated before. Dozens and dozens of players were banned throughout the league after this was all revealed. After the series had ended, it took a whole nother year for this case to even go to court, and even to this day, there is a myth that still goes around. The key files and grand jury testimonies were stolen, and it had a massive impact on the case. This also is false. While there was a theft, it ultimately did not influence the decision. Regardless of any of that, the eight men were out of baseball forever, and the saddest one to go is Shoeless Joe Jackson. To end this episode off, I want to look at the sad exit of Shoeless Joe. He was regarded as the best player on the planet at the time while being completely illiterate and coming from an extremely poor background. He worked his way up not knowing how to read a sentence. There are many claims that Jackson said no to the fix, never took any money, but signed a paper that he couldn't even read and ended up costing his baseball life forever. The evidence is all out there. A man who threw the series would not have hit 375, three doubles, six RBIs, 12 hits, and a homer to his name against the Reds that year. It is without a doubt the saddest banning of a player in sports history. He has proven innocent since then, but he's been dead for 70 years now, so no one seems to care. In Joe Jackson, a biography, one man claimed that Shoeless Joe was the greatest hitter he had ever seen. The man who said this would save baseball from the shame of 1919 forever. In 1920, this two-way player would move across town and become the greatest power hitter who ever lived. This man was Babe Ruth. The New York Yankees bought Babe from the Boston Red Sox for a record price of $100,000, or $1.8 million today. In 1919, Ruth hit 322 with 29 homers and 113 RBI, and little did they know, that would be his worst year until 1934. The historical significance is unbelievable. America in the 1910s was in a fall, seeing the darkness. 1910 was when everyone, especially in the sports world, was fed up and tired. 1920 was on the rise, and America was returning to glory.